First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to have uh, this special announcement for all of you right now. The wicked old witch at last is dead. Um, we are using this to parody the death of uh, Kissinger, who is a disgusting and awful human being, and will not be missed. Yeah, I won't miss him. Yeah, he's that like, was Rudy, it. Really, Rudy Giuliani I just said he's going to miss him. Uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. like you know, look, like does, does the devil miss his demons? You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. You think Rudy Giuliani's the devil? No, I just mean like, no, or is the, he the, the demon? Yeah, oh, oh. I, I do now. always. Uh, I do always. I was thinking of the um, the Munchkins from the Wizard of Oz when Peter Dinklage said that no dwarfs should be allowed to be in the movie because the Munchkins from the Wizard of Oz they were all little people and they all talked for years afterwards about how they made this community and a lot of people had met and fallen in love and everything and mm-hmm. Peter Dinklage wanted to deny them. He doesn't want them to work and he doesn't want them to meet meet what a fucking uh, dick. people. In He's the really a fucking dick. Yeah. It's sort of selfish, though. He gets this one big role. He mm-hmm. makes all his money. And he says, I don't care about the rest of you. Dude. Anyone else who could potentially benefit from this niche advantage that you could have in Hollywood casting. Right. Nope, leave it, leave it to a little person to pull the ladder up behind him. No, like, come man. on, man. What the hell is that about, dude? Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Oh, Tim signal at me because it's snack time here. Grimcast IRL, as you know. Uh, let's see. This says Michael Att, social justice charity founder who worked with the rapper Common, is shot dead by a homeless woman who broke into his LA home. We're seeing a lot of these. these Where was days. his gun? 
Yeah. A homeless lady breaks into his house. Why didn't he shoot her? Probably he didn't have a gun. Only bad yeah. people have guns. There Only was no bad social people want to protect present. themselves and those they care right. about. Well, yeah. You know what's funny is, isn't he a first responder? He's a social yeah, worker. So. Yeah, oh, that's he was true. Social he couldn't talk her down. He couldn't say, can yeah. I offer you mental health counseling? Right. Real quick, Tim, that 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 thing on Kissinger, I just found the clip. Um, Which one? Of what he, remember I was saying Kissinger gave this interview. At, yeah. At, Did you like, tweet it recently. out? No, I'm, I'm about to tweet it out now. And I just found it. He, it wasn't just globalism. He specifically was talking about mass migration. Wow. He actually said it it was a grave mistake to let in so many peoples of so many different cultures and religions. It's like, he's like, he's on the way out the door, but he realizes, you know, maybe there were. I wish you had said it a little bit earlier. That were made. And it's like. Do you have the video? There's, yeah, yeah, I'm tweeting it right now. So there's, I don't know, there's part of me is like, there's the Kissinger that won the Cold War, right? Or at least set up the win of the uh, Cold War. Here we go. But then there's like everything after. It's a grave mistake to let in so many people of totally different cultural and religious and concepts because it creates a pressure group inside each country that does that what's a great how the f- like this dude's clearly <laughs> dead already i mean when was this video from uh the maybe a couple months ago yeah you know I, I i was uh we're, we're we're talking about building a house and um it's from october the, the yeah the uh the, the all the construction guys are like you don't want to we, we were like we want a we want to build the silo house that is several stories so not, it wouldn't be particularly big square footage wise, but it would be tall mm-hmm. for security reasons. And we think it'd be fun. And they're like, no, you, that's a really bad idea because you're not going to be able to do stairs soon. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm 37. And they're like, yeah, but you know, we got a lot of clients, a lot of customers, they get in their fifties and start saying they can't do the stairs anymore and they want something else. And I'm just like, is that for real? Aging in place is a real concern, especially when you're renovating or buying houses. I mean, Bro, there's just for a that, reason people want first I'm doubling floor the stairs. next bedroom. We're going, we're going narrower and eight stories now. It also becomes a problem if you like have major surgery and can't get to your room, right? Nah, like there, there, there are other times when having tons and tons of stairs isn't you. I, will, I don't want to stop on your I will be 70 dreams. years old and I will be chewing on, I will be chomping on a block of wood as I pull myself up, refusing to not be able to climb stairs. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Anyway, I that's Henry that Kissinger, either. everybody. Yeah. I but, mean, uh, I'll, I will say this though as well, like... You know, you can dunk on Kissinger, you can be critical of Kissinger, but look at American diplomats now, right? Like, like none of them even hold a candle to this guy. None of them are even close. None of them could even, like, come anywhere close to operating on this guy's level. Um, now it's like they literally sit there and talk about things as if it's like, like Star Wars or Marvel as a reference point, he's like mm-hmm. citing European philosophers <laughs> and analysis. And, yeah. Did you, you see? Did you see that one interview this lawyer gave, and he's like, he mentioned like the worst arc in Bleach as like to make his point. He's like literally using a Bleach in an anime that I watched. Wait, as, as who? A kid. What? Yeah, there's a lawyer. It was something that uh, Penguin Zero or Moist. What the bounce arc? Yeah, the bounce arc. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, and it's crazy that she brings it up in like the right context and it uses it. I'm like, yo, is this really like the world that we live in where like people of my age no, are like watching this and being like, are you really using a bleach I reference? just started watching Jujutsu Kaisen. 
Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's wild. People, this is like the reality we're in now. It's like people are using like literal anime references to make their points in court right, because they, they don't have and 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 they don't have traditional know, stories to rely upon to make those not points. Not just traditional stories, or, but they haven't no done the work. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. they they haven't, and these are the people who are supposed to be leading our farms. There's actually a funny um yeah. take on not funny, but you know, like tragically funny take on sort of like Western Russian relations, where it's like. The, the Westerners just assume that the Russians are like them and lying about everything mm-hmm. and, you know, don't have any true beliefs. And the Russians are sitting there like 19th century, you know, diplomats like Talleyrand and, and, uh, and these guys going, going like, well, if, 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 the, if the expansion of NATO continues beyond this border, we will have to respond militarily. And then it goes back to the Americans. They say... What do they mean by that? What do they? What do they re? What are they really after? What's Putin's well, game? To ah, the that, Baltics. That's what it is. The quote that I thought really he's, summarized. He's things. Voldemort. The quote, <laughs> you know. the quote that I think summarized. I can't remember who said it is. No one's trying to solve problems anymore. They're trying to get wealthy enough so the problems don't affect them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's everything. That's Brazil. So when they say like we're gonna go to war, they they come back and like and they think, okay, so I gotta get X amount of dollars and buy a bunker here because we're going to war. Yeah. Instead of being like, how do we prevent war? How do we save lives? Let me tell you, when I watched, when I saw those photos of the construction workers in Chicago building the migrant camp, that boiled my blood. That is the root of all of this. Individuals who are willing to accept blood money to burn to the fucking ground their own communities. These construct or, 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 or other people's. These construction workers probably don't live there. They don't give a shit. And so when the people who live there are saying, don't bring these illegal immigrants into our fucking town, these construction worker guys smile spit on the ground and say, I get paid too much to care about how you fucking live. They are shitting on your floor. Mm -hmm. People should be more pissed about this. People should protest, but there's no, there's no cohesion. Everybody's just going to take the buck and burn it all to the ground. That's the unfortunate thing. But I, but, but to be fair, to be fair, I don't want to be Debbie Downer. I do think we're winning. So call out the shitheads when they're shitheads. But you know, I think we're moving in a positive direction, which is the point of this story where the guy gets shot in his own home. The woke left Playing this stupid game and another one. There's another story where it's like woke leftists who, you know, poses cops or I don't know if this guy does, but gets shot and killed by a homeless woman who broke into his house. It's funny. That's why it's news. For what reason would the Daily Mail run a story about a guy being killed by somebody? I mean, a murder is not not big news for the Daily Mail, an international story for a UK paper. No, it's because he's a social justice worker, social justice activist who was killed by a homeless person. In a city where he likely advocated for these stupid ass fucking laws, which result in this chaos. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, my attitude is you want you want cashless bail. You think you want you want bail reform. People get arrested and you can't hold them until they're proven guilty. Fair. I totally agree. And I get to have a gun. So when, the, when those people threaten me, I can defend myself. Libby, what was the guy's name in Philadelphia? Uh, Ryan. Oh, I was just looking that up. Ryan Karen. Was that it? The guy who was killed um, in his home, and the it guy turned was killed out in his that home. he was killed by someone he so had molested. It, that one? Well, I mean, this is what they claim. Vaguely, right? yeah. Um, that my brother actually had met that guy. Um, Which the 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 suspect or the 
The victim. The victim. And, you know, this was a guy who was all over Twitter, used to attack conservatives, used to attack Scott Adams. This will never happen. Josh Kruger. Josh Kruger. Josh Kruger. Okay. Um, then I'm, that was the name. The name that I yep. said, I think, is the guy in, was the guy in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. uh, who, by the way, oh, has the Antifa girl, the, who has the Antifa girlfriend, mm-hmm. who, if you fo- follow her account, she's clearly been living off of the GoFundMe where they raised $75,000. Well, it was raised. Ra- it was like living large. Yeah, it was for her. Yeah, it, it was wasn't for his family. for her to be able to quit her job and grieve. And grieve. And she's like buying dresses and going dude. out. And that's so, dude. <sighs> this is the one, if you if you remember that video where she, the, her her boyfriend's getting stabbed and she just kind of, she's just kind of like yeah. watching yeah, yeah, yeah. passively. And I'm not saying- Ryan that, Carson know, was his that, name. That's the name I was thinking. I was yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Josh Kruger was the one my brother met. And yeah, he got shot by a guy six times at his front door um, who did end up being- a a black criminal who had been in and out of the system no and way. and all right and shocking wow, and but the part that was shocking i think was that his family members the shooter's family members came out later and said actually um we have evidence that our son was involved in a sexual relationship with josh kruger had been in this relationship since he was since like 14, he was, a, he was right? like like Dude. a young teenager and had been provided with drugs and money and all the rest had been groomed essentially mm-hmm. by this guy. And so the police, this was something that I was told for, by a source uh, early on in the investigation was that the police found Josh's phone and that they found evidence of uh, I see. These, oh, yeah. these video of this relationship. Let's just put it like that, that stuff had been filmed. And so they, re- they sent that to me early on and said, go through and screenshot all the Democrat politicians in Philadelphia that are currently praising this guy um, because he's got photos of him being in a sexual relationship with an underage boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think part of all of this is that people thought... And yes, I did archive all of them. There was an mm-hmm. argument in 2020 that you know we should defund police because we can have social workers and we can have a social justice approach. We need community, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, crime did not stop. And so I think that's why no. stories like this get picked up by the Daily Mail because it's just so apparent that the system is failing and the attempt to institute uh, a soft response didn't work. And at what point do you look at these communities and say, we are... You know, we are, a di- it's a disservice to you because you are experiencing crime. You are also suffering. Like, it's one thing when the social worker gets this, you know, Daily Mail right up, but who is getting robbed on the street? Who's getting broken into every day? The people who live next to people who are unstable right. and who are prone to violence. I just got to read this one because this is a progressive guy's tweeting this. Henry Kissinger died of natural causes in his home in Connecticut instead of in a cell at The Hague like he deserved. <laughs> That's a lefty guy. Wow. I, I think I think this that we we you know a, a culture war armistice for all of the pro- woke left and whatever and right yeah. to come together and celebrate. It's like it's like um what was it the Christmas armistice? The Christmas truce. Christmas mm-hmm. truce. The Christmas truce. Nineteen fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Where we all like we climb out of the this trenches the and we Christmas. go wait 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 guys I know we met each other but first Kissinger is dead. Yeah. <laughs> we can pop was it fourteen or fifteen? Uh, I think it was fourteen and fifteen. That's a based uh, story though. But yeah. then I know that, I know they yes, stopped. Christmas is magical. You guys are right. I know they stopped. Well, they stopped after like the first big one. Yeah, nineteen fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So as the war, yeah, as the war, yeah, then. as the war dragged on, it it did not continue. Mm-hmm. No, no. There's a lot of uh, bad blood at that point. I imagine. Yeah. yeah. 
So this was this was the French and Germans um, decided to not truce, um, yeah. attack each other on Christmas Day and descend, spend the yep. day playing soccer. And this happens like in inner cities out. in America on Christmas Day, right? They just everyone calls. It, it was actually truce? the week no. the week leading up to uh, to, to December twenty fifth. French, German, and British soldiers crossed trenches to exchange seasonal greetings and talk. Mm-hmm. Men from both sides ventured into no man's land on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day to mingle and exchange food and souvenirs. Yep. What the fuck? Yep. Smoking cigarettes. Yeah. So this stuff. is this is just Wild. something that you. I mean, you'll see this in, you know, you know, a Christian European style of warfare, at least at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and by the way, this was not something that was sanctioned from early on, no. from high, no, up, no, no, uh, no. high above, that no, high command in many people, um, in many sides, in many cases, actually like fought against it. And some of the in, later on, some people were chastised over it, mm-hmm. um, saying you could be giving away military positions, that kind of thing. But it, I think it's always spoken to the higher power of of religion, of Christianity, humanity. of humanity in, in some cases, but you know, as the war continued, you know, this 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 tradition did yeah, not. Yeah. We should uh, we should grab some callers. We should, <clears throat> indeed. Uh three by if three if by treachery. Uh that's a great username. Uh what's going on? How are you today? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm, uh, I'm doing great, guys. Glad to, be, glad to be back on. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. All right. Uh, well, shout out to the cast. Love you guys again. Thanks for having me back on. And Poso, I'm War Room Posse, brother. So uh, we don't see you enough any there anymore there, and uh, we really miss you. But um, I appreciate that. And, uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be you know, we're 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 gonna be doing some more stuff. Don't worry. And and Steve and I and, talk literally every single day, all day long. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I mean, you and and Raheem Kassam were kind of like the the young guys bringing the younger crowd to Steve. So, uh, you know, it's great, but I don't want to take too much time. I have a two part question. Um, I know you're a, a Graham Hancock, uh, fan, uh, Jack. So totally vindicated. Um, with Graham the, Hancock. <laughs> totally. Um, you know, with that revelation though, in, in Gunung Padang, right. And the fact that it's so old, it's, it's, um, you know, it's a disruptive discovery. Right. And, with your intelligence background, I was curious how you think that legitimate disruptive discoveries like this impact people because it really destroys centuries of narratives that kind of people have been spoon fed um, and they really base their identities on. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 you know, at a time right now also when so many other fundamental truths are being attacked, right? Um, it's kind of like a reverse psyop, but really wanted to know how you think this really impacts um society and then secondly you've also mentioned his his work doesn't dispute the old testament and i was wondering if you're explicitly talking about the scripture or the church because i do think that the church has really tied themselves to some of the narratives that i mentioned before so thanks for taking my question yeah no that's a great um great long question there i'll try to break it up so um does everyone i'm, I'm gonna assume that we should probably explain what what gunang padang is and all of this stuff so there was this uh pyramid structure that was found in indonesia um it's heavily featured in the netflix docuseries um uh was it was it called ancient um oh, i was just reading about this the other architects. day 
uh, with with Graham Hancock. And it's you know, he says this is clearly the oldest pyramid that we've ever had. Um, there's a new study that came out this week basically confirming that that pyramid dates back to 27,000 years ago. So mm -hmm. uh, that would put it easily about 25,000 years older than the Pyramid of Giza, which is already yeah. uh, one of the oldest megastructures that we've seen anywhere on the planet. There's like that, Gobekli Tepe in, um, Tepe, like in Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. Uh, well, what's in, in what is today Turkey was not right, Turkey correct. then. And then this in Indonesia, which, you know, and if you, you know, to hear Graham Hancock hear it, uh, explain it, he's saying that at that point, because Indonesia, all of those islands, like Indonesia's, you know, a, a series of broken up islands, back then it would have all been one country and potentially even connected with the mainland uh, just because of the way the ocean was at the time. So this, you know, this question, you know, obviously raises the question of, you know, where did that civilization go? Because Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There was no advanced civilization that continued for all those years in Indonesia. And really, Indonesia doesn't see much development until the um, the Muslim uh, colonization of Indonesia later, which is like in like the 1400s, right? So it's quite recent in terms of human history. So, you know, to the second part of his question about how does this, you know, about the IC and the Intel background, I mean, you got to understand that, you know, just in the Intel community, I mean, that's, that's your, that's your DC blob, you know, people do not go in there to question narratives at all. Uh, they watch CNN, they read the, the New York Times, the Washington Post, that is the narrative they go by. And if you raise your hand and say, I don't think that that's what Putin's trying to do, or I don't think that's what China's trying to do. Uh, I mean, you'll just be laughed out of there or you'll or worse, you'll, you'll get reports written against you. Uh, like, I don't think Russia is trying to take over the U.S. using Donald Trump, right? You know, this that's the IC. The IC actually believes these things. Um, but as far as people's conception, again, there's going to be, I do find it, I think the trajectory is quite good in terms of some of this, where Graham Hancock is a guy who, you know, in the 1990s, people would have laughed about him, but because of programs like this, uh, obviously his many appearances on Joe Rogan, you know, it's really become much more mainstream than it's acceptable to, to hear these things and understand it. And as far as, you know, when I've talked about the old Testament, um, you know, I think the old Testament, the, the history that we get through there, like I, I'm not a fundamentalist, right? I think everybody knows that. And so, um, the history that we get through the old Testament isn't necessarily tied. I mean, some of it is obviously tied to direct historical events, uh, but some of it, the really like book of Genesis kind of stuff that's in there um, when they talk about the flood. Well, again, you know, there's a lot of evidence of a global flood. And that's something that Graham Hancock finds again and again and again, that may have been precipitated by this global cataclysm. We don't know exactly what it was. I mean, there's a lot of theories um, potentially massive strikes from asteroids, uh, meteor showers. This is something that uh, is heavily dug into in um, in ancient architects, and so just you know, highly recommend people check it out and keep an open mind about that stuff. Um, you know, there was a time where the out of Africa theory was taught, and that everybody you know had to believe that. 
um, and you were, you know, you were called racist if you didn't. And now there's more evidence that's come out and said, well, okay, just because at that time we had found the oldest skeletons in Africa doesn't mean that there aren't other skeletons otherwhere that could be found. And then there were. And so now people are questioning that and saying, oh, well, I guess it's a little bit more complicated than all of that. And so, you know, that's, that's all I would say to anybody on that is that history is probably a lot more complicated than we give it credit for. Yep. I would agree. Yeah, I think that's so interesting too. Like I saw um I saw a little bit of a report on this the other day and I didn't really get a chance to dig into it, but it did uh pique my imagination and I started to think about oh, excuse me, Agent Apocalypse. That's what it's called. That's Agent right, Apocalypse. Yeah. I was saying Architects, but Agent Apocalypse. Yeah, I start I just started to think about like what if human beings evolved all over the all over the world and with different civilizations and we don't know half of what has come before us. It really um Graham Hancock's big line so in that, fascinating his big line that. in the series is we are a species with amnesia. Yeah, well, yeah. we have to be, right? I love that. Because we are not actually that great at leaving written records. The records that we've left, we can track those, we see what they are. But when I think about our internet age and I think about what kind of records we're going to leave behind as a civilization, um, it's all it's all very easily wiped out. Every mm -hmm. record of what we are as a contemporary civilization is so easily destroyed. You want to hear something cool? Yeah. Do you know there's no hieroglyphics that describe the building of the pyramids? Yeah. That's so weird. So one of the one of the most ancient languages on the planet, <laughs> uh, one of clearly I think everybody recognizes the Egyptians as one of the great early civilizations have a written language that thanks to Napoleon and the Napoleonic Wars that we were able to translate because of the discovery of the Rosetta Stone. Mm -hmm. And yet, even with all the hieroglyphics that we found, there's no written record whatsoever for the mm -hmm. building of the pyramids, which of course has led to people, people to theorize that, well, that's because the Egyptians didn't build them. Right, which I think is just nuts. I mean, can't we give humanity some credit though? for having been brilliant? Well, no, 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 no. It doesn't mean that like aliens definitely built them. It just means that maybe the Egyptians found them. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting too. The time yeah. frame is different. Can you imagine finding yeah. the pyramids? Crazy. You'd be like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't mean to cut this short, but three if by treachery. Anything else to add quickly here? No, I I just hope that Graham gives you a promo code POSO for his next book. Nah, uh, I'll definitely you know, you, definitely give it a shot. <laughs> you do a great job summarizing his work, and and Serge, yeah. you you've got the name twice, man. So uh, the enemy <laughs> isn't coming; they're already among us. Three of my treachery. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers, man. Thank you. Yeah, great call. Thanks great question. In. All right, next up, let's see. Char Bizard seventeen, <laughs> you're with us. How are you today? Hey guys, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing a-okay. Uh, long time, first time. Thanks for uh, taking the call, and I'm really happy with what TimCast has become. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so it's for the it's for the panel, but uh, it's mostly coming from uh, Tim's comments on being a Bud Light guy now. Uh, <laughs> we, Here we go. We all, I was waiting for the shoe to drop on that one. <laughs> uh, we all know that uh what Bud Light uh went with and now they're completely reversing course, right? So they're sponsoring UFC again. Um things like that. They're they're completely going for what society is actually accepting. Uh should we accept Disney because they took out the diverse uh dwarves and put in CGI correct dwarves or uh should or for that matter Starbucks because they started to kind of veer back towards what society is actually deeming as acceptable. We we want like, to encourage. What's the, 
what's the line to uh, forgive like big businesses the that moment, go down that path? The moment they go in the right direction, you go, yay, I'm going to give you money now. And they go, hey, we're making money doing this. Then the moment they do a bad thing, you go, no, now we're not giving you money. And they go, hey, wait, if we do this thing and we keep doing more of this, we're going to make more money. It's kind of like raising kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know. Well, it's just business. It's Positive reinforcement. Don't buy things that suck and Starbucks will stop carrying them. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they don't actually care about the Somebody, values. They uh, care about the It's money. working with Disney. Uh, Zero HP Lovecraft had a, a tweet about that, um, about Disney recently. And he was just like, you know, it's, it's really not that hard, Disney. Uh, all you have to do is make a movie that doesn't seem like it's a middle finger to white males and and this is like too hard can't do it can't do it impossible how can you ask us to do that that's crazy what (laughs) what which is kind of sad that that's that's all they had to do and they're like oh but but what if we lose and like aladdin wasn't a movie about you know and doesn't mean like you can't have stories right so like aladdin was one of the biggest stories and last i checked aladdin is set in the middle east and Mm -hmm. has like jasmine and sultans and genies and stars like an arab lead you know and and all these things and an old man trying to marry a much younger girl no man married trying to much (laughs) that's cross cultural happens right and so you know audiences aren't like hateful of that kind of stuff at all this was one of the most one of the biggest franchises of the 1990s easily um, it's just that when you make these things that come across as if they're against a certain group, or in this case, a group that happens to include my children, then yeah, I'm not going to support that. Which is funny, by the way, because my son actually at one point had seen, I guess, the trailer for Wish and was like, oh, daddy, there's a new movie coming. It's called Wish. And I was like, yeah, we're not seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the evil white man can grant all your wishes if he cho- chose to, but he doesn't want to. Right. Right, like no, this is right. So actually, yeah, you, they, I should so explain. Look, the plot bomb- is actually right. anti-white male. They're bombing, and now Disney is going to their investors and saying, "Hey, this is not working." So now that they're course correcting Snow White, good. Doesn't mean I'm going to go see it. We'll see how it goes. But if they if they do a uh, what um, Jeremy Boring was said, uh, Jeremy Boring said it's going to be a shot for shot remake of the original Snow White. Good, and he gets asked, "What if Disney course corrects?" And he goes, "That's wonderful. Then we won." Shot like, for shot from the animation? Yeah, they're going to make a, a live action shot for shot remake. Like, That's now that they're course correcting. Yeah. Good. Do you remember when Vince Vaughn did that with uh, Psycho? No, he did. There, It was before he kind of got big and he played Norman Bates in a shot for shot remake of Psycho, which was fantastic. That's hmm. wild. Actually fantastic. Well, uh, anything else to add there? Uh, no, uh, I've never really been a Bud Light guy. I was a Miller Light guy. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I'm not gay, you know. guys. Just want to let you know. <laughs> nah, I just won't like look Tim at my over friends here. weird anymore whenever they get the Michelob. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, Michel- Michelob fans vindicated, I guess. Yeah, true. Cheers, mate. I've been a Modelo guy forever, so. Modelo's great. Yeah, not going to change now. Uh, Fenris. Fenris Sulfur. You are live. How's it going? Is that, is that a Narnia reference? I, I don't know. Fenris Ulfer. Fenris Ulfer. Uh, Fenris Ulfer. Uh, U-A-L dash F-R. Correct. Yeah, that that's it. it it's a Nordic. Uh, it, that's actually what Fenris's name in Nordic history mm. was. It means of uh, uh, Fen Wolf of the Dwelling. Right. Mm. right but then that's that's also in Narnia. That's where they get the, that C.S. Lewis got the name for the wolf that's working for the White Witch. Makes sense. Oh, Fen- yeah, that's yeah, Fen- true. Is Fen- named Fenris Ulf. Oh, uh, thank you for taking my question. I'm a big fan of just pretty much all your content at this point. Uh, 
the question is uh, pretty much with Elon Musk. Do you think they will make Elon Musk portrayed as crazy? Uh, maybe to stop him from sharing blackmail information. Uh, it's kind of starting to look like Tesla. Well, I mean, they, they can't stop him. I mean, I think this is one of the reasons Elon bought Twitter. A lot of people probably don't realize that when the media was attacking Tesla, he's probably thinking, how can I control the narrative so they stop fucking doing this? And there you go. The interesting thing about the attacks on Tesla is, um, you know, Biden has been all in for the EV cars, mm -hmm. but he leaves Tesla out because Tesla's a non-union shop. Yeah. So. That being said, if you're you know, talking about like uh, like blackmail, it, trust me, if there were an actual oppo file on Elon, which, you know, I, I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of stuff that comes out the same way they try to do this to uh, basically anybody these days, whether it's Dave Portnoy or anyone they're going to want to get rid of, there's going to be like, oh, the, the female employee who got upset. And Elon's weird because he doesn't fit into a complete, like, it's not like he's like, I'm a super Christian who has this yeah. nice family. And then it turns out whatever, like he's got this actually. weird stance on having kids. He uh, wants he's, lots of them. He wants lots of them. He's open to surrogacy and IVF, very... but also he wants everyone to have children. He's like been married. He hasn't been married. He's He's got like celebrity models who are crazy from his past. I mean, like I'm sure stuff will come out. On the other hand, he is not actually. If there were actual claiming... bad stuff, we'd know by now. Well, that's the thing. He's not claiming a hard, like squeaky clean, you know, persona. He's sort of an eccentric, weird guy and is open about that. So other than potentially like sexual harassment stuff, I don't really know what would come out. Hmm. And it doesn't seem like he needs to sexually harass anyone because all kinds of women want to have his children. There would be. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I mean, just saying. I mean, the child support alone. Is I think worth Elon it, is. Right? I, mean, yeah. I think it's a whole career women can have. Look at like days. E. Jean Corral though, or E. Jean Carroll that they right. they came out for Trump. Like Elon, I, I guarantee you that right now there are operations yeah, going on. They're working where on they're it. trying to dig into like PayPal and his, you know, like the the original SpaceX crew, just anything they can. Anyone who knew Elon. Uh, on the come up when he was getting big that can come out and will be against him. Even if it is like E. Jean Carroll or, and keep in mind, they did this too. Maybe it is E. Jean Carroll. Did, right, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, that, uh, yeah, once, once, Trump, was, once was Trump was done with her, then, right, right, right. Then um, Kavanaugh, the way they did this to Kavanaugh. Mm -hmm. So it's, it is a tactic that has been, uh, that has been proven to be somewhat useful for them. And I think they're going to continue to use it. Yep, they're using against Eric Adams right now. And the mm -hmm. it, them is the regime, right? People could say, "What do you mean by them?" I mean the regime. That's Who's I mean. they though? <laughs> the regime. Happy That's anniversary! Happy anniversary, everyone. Uh, Fenris, anything else to add? Uh, that was. Thank you for answering my question. Uh, the only thing I wanted to mention is I've recently took your advice, Tim, to step up and make a difference in the culture war. I opened a business and have started yeah. to create an app uh, myself. Right on. Uh, That's so what does it do? Cool. I I appreciate you uh, taking my question, and anyone can look me up on Twitter or X now at HeadFirstSpark. What's the app? Uh, I'm working on an app that allows uh, users to meet uh, potential people that have assets like trucks or tractors. Uh, pretty much anything that you know you may need but may not have access mm. to. So, like someone in the city that's moving may need somebody oh, cool. that has a truck. That's really Someone that has cool. a tractor yeah. and oh, it's needs like the share economy kind of thing. Yeah, co-op idea. That's I like awesome. that. Well, it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's kind of like co-op, but it, it's also sort of like Task Rabbit, I guess. Yeah, it is you know? like Task Rabbit, but for stuff. But well, 
for truck stuff though. Yeah. I suppose services. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Service well, tractors stuff. too. Tractors too. Yeah. I love it. Hey man, that's sick. Dude. That's very very cool. Like all of it. That's cool. Does it yeah, have say, a name? Say the name again. I know a guy. It's called, called I know a guy. It's called I know a guy. It's called yeah. I know a guy. That's hilarious. Oh, that's so brilliant. Yeah, that's, that's so dope, brilliant. Look at this guy going. He's got a great name, a great product. Hey, cheers, brother. I wish you the best with it. Thank you. I wish I had thought of that. <laughs> yeah, but no. this guy did. I know, right? All right, because uh, he knows a guy. Uh, I guess I can. I'll try and read the first part of your name. I want to beat G A E. Uh, you're with what? us. Uh, the other name would be End Endil Wayfair. And all yep, that's me. How you doing? Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. And yeah. it's probably cut off there, but the, the full thing was I want to beat the GAE with software. Um, oh, oh. I was trying to squeeze a little bit more. <laughs> Search thought it was something very I, I different. Couldn't, I couldn't see the rest of it. So. Search is fired. It's fine. He thought he was going to commit a hate crime by reading your name. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad I did not. Uh, yes. I'm glad I did not. Anyhow, yeah, how are you doing um, tonight? My question is for Agent Poso. Yo, yo. <laughs> so given the tide of the culture war, it seems to be turning in our favor. And we seem to be starting to win again. And I had this question before we found out that Henry Kiss My Assinger had shuffled loose this nice, coil. Nice. Uh, but what are the most important measures or work, in your personal opinion, that we should have our focus on to keep up the pressure and the momentum? Because it's nice to take W's instead of L's every once in a while, but we're still at the turning point. Well, so I mean, we're, yeah, we're, I mean, we're on the precipice of an election year that is, quite frankly, you know, people always say this. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like all this most important election, but I mean, I, I can't think of an, a chance that the American people have had and really the, the planet has had in any point in recent generations to actually get a movement in power and get a power base in in place in the country that has the ability to separate like, like when 1776 happened there's there's an argument to be made that yes of course you know the the normal narrative of the united states declaring independence from the british uh, empire and um you know the 13 colonies into a new country but there's also an understanding that it that was the america becoming a nation state and separating itself from the global system of the time the global system of the time was known as the british empire well the global system of our time is known as the gae or the globalist american empire uh we run that empire in in many ways you know sort of in conjunction with brussels and the uk but in general yes it's us and so we actually have the opportunity in, you know, maybe not as dramatic of a way as 1776, but certainly in a, as meaningful a way to refound our country as a nation state once more, where we control who lives here and who who we don't want here. We control the laws. We control the, uh, the, the criminality, the level of it. Uh, we actually are able to restore our rights. We're able to keep our money within our communities, keep our money within our homes, not having to send it over abroad. I mean, you, you have all of these things that are on the table and there's going to be a series of Herculean tasks between now and 
Anyway, less than a year from now, the election. We are less than a year away from final election day. And when I just think of all the hurdles that need to be fought, all of the battles that need to be won on the way to that election, not just the primaries, but the legal battles and not just the legal battles, but then it'll be the ballots and then it'll be the harvesting and the early ballots. I just look at so much work in so many states that needs to be won. Obviously, it comes down to the Rust Belt um, and so much and little, so little time that we have to actually achieve it. You know, I mean, I've already got people calling me. Uh, I'm already, I'll, I'll just say it. I'm, I'm already scheduling dates for Iowa for when I'm going to be in Iowa, then New Hampshire, then South Carolina comes. And so this is going to be, this is going to ramp up a lot faster than I think people realize. I think it's sooner than people realize too. Yeah. I mean, when did the primary start? January 15th, Less right? than 50 days. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. The, what, the, who's the first day? Is it, is it Iowa? Iowa. Iowa. Well, so, well, uh, Iowa is a caucus, so, right. which is separate from a primary, different system, yeah. but it is the first state that votes, yes. And then what? New Hampshire is? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah. Unless you're the South Democratic Carolina. Party, then they want to say something. They want South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Well, we're talking about the only one that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else to add? Uh, yeah, I suppose uh, that just given your um, boots on the ground, kind of inside baseball nature, um, are you or can you think off the top of your head of any of these specific battles on whatever front by whatever uh, person or organization or whatever could use the most help uh, from custom software? Or like if there's a problem that needs to be solved, well, well, if I mean, there's the, some so, kind of so augmentation. Yeah, so for software, I mean you've got you've got two examples. Number one is tracking and understanding. Uh, botnets on X. Uh, so obviously there's botnets involved in Israel, Gaza. There's botnets involved in Ukraine, Russia. There's botnets involved um, in pushing all sorts of things across X. So being able to track those, understand those Antifa networks. Um, then also, and then, so that's number one. And then maintaining, of course, freedom of speech on X writ large, which Elon has been obviously leading the leading the way on. That's why he's under attack, which has really been the theme of today's entire show. But I don't think we've actually said it, that he has done the most for freedom of speech uh, than, than any other person alive on the planet, I would say, at this point. And uh, so that's number one. That's clearly a ton of software implements there. And then number two is election integrity. Um, there's, there's so many issues that are going to come up with not just the general, but also the primary that, uh, that I think there's a lot of implementations of software that we can look at there as well. Who should I work with? That's the question. I am trying to put together a coalition of developers. Uh, and I think the most weak part of my plan currently is market research as it is interfacing with the people already doing the work. Yeah, um, over at so at Turning Point Action, which is our C four, we've got a we've got an entire data arm that's that's directly uh, involved in these universes. So I, I, Turning Point Action is a great um, organization that you know even if it doesn't work out exactly with what you're looking at, you know certainly point you in the right direction. Yep. Okay. Thank you very much, Bo. So I greatly appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, Lord willing, uh, barring an act of God, I will be there at Amfest. Can't wait. To- oh yeah. See you guys in person. Let's do it. Can't wait. Yeah, we're on uh, Monday, <clears throat> Monday night. Yep. Be awesome. I haven't got. Wait, you got your schedule. I haven't got my schedule yet. Because you're not. Well, we had, to, we, had, we had to do, do a show on stage, so we had to show. Like, right, yeah. right, right, right. Monday's right. a hard. Yeah, day I might. Do. I might do. I might do a breakout with Gad Sad. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. Well, wait, yep. well, gentlemanly, gentlemanly. Yeah, that would like be a, really great. Gentlemanly yeah. discussion about why white people are responsible for the attacks on Israel. According to him. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. Cheers, mate.
All right, Jay, let's see what this is. Jammer68, you are live. How is it going? Uh, pretty well. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. My question, my question is for the panel. In the 2020 election, what's the one thing that wasn't looked at in any of the battleground states that could have turned the election? I'm pretty sure um, Jack knows the answer to this, but um, there were lawsuits involved in it and a lot of other things. Even um, the state, uh, Georgia Attorney General promised to examine it, but failed to do so. Uh, well, if the question's about Georgia, so uh, there currently is a case that one of the first in the nation in Georgia, a test case, I believe, that's going to be going forward, uh, where a federal judge who is appointed by Obama has actually ruled that. So typically when people make cases against the states regarding anything to do with the 2020 election or just any elections in general, they've you know either ruled that you can't make this case because you don't have standing or that you've you've missed the you know you've missed your chance because the the election is over and because uh since the election is over your your case won't go anywhere that it's not been held um and then if it's on the election the electronic voting machines obviously which mike lindell has been probably the key proponent in the country against um you know they've not seen a lot of relief from the courts again not because the courts have actually looked into the material but because they've refused to that's not the case in georgia because in georgia now there is a case at the federal level, so the federal district court in Georgia, where an Obama-appointed judge has ruled that the case will go to trial. And in her ruling, uh, she went through an entire litany of explanations as to why these machines are susceptible to cybersecurity issues, to hacking. And, and this is something, by the way, where if you remember the questions about the electronic voting machines, it was always the left. It was always the left that brought this stuff up for like 15 years. Yeah, the same like way it was the left. 04. Yeah, 04, the, the Diebold yeah, machines. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, the same way that it was the left that was anti-vax. It was the left that was like, you know, use zinc, don't use sunscreen for all those years. Oh, yeah. um, the health movement totally started <laughs> on the left. Yep. And and now it's suddenly like, oh, we're not those anti-vaxxers, yeah, not those right-wing scum. It's like, so we're, it's funny because I was going on X recently not recently, maybe like a couple months ago. And I was pulling up like old Jim Carrey tweets where he said he still has up that are anti-vax. And just to point out that you, like you were the guys that embraced this stuff, mm -hmm. right? And now yeah. you now you claim that you don't. And so um, the fact of the matter is that yes, that case will be coming up in January in 2024, which is huge because now people need to understand this. The, the outcome of the case, right, may only affect, people are saying that it's, so it may only affect actually the touch screens mm -hmm. as opposed to the actual tabulation part because, I mean, these, these guys, they're geniuses at deception, right? They say, well, okay, maybe the touch screens have a problem, but the tabulators are fine, right? So they'll, they'll, they'll piece it all the way. They'll make you fight for each inch on the battlefield. But if that case is able to get enough information out into the public sphere, then the public can put pressure on the Georgia legislature to decide to strike down the machines by act of, of the state legislature because they control the elections. So what I'm what I'm gearing up towards saying here is that you could actually have a situation where the Georgia election of 2024 is held with paper ballots only, yeah. just like they did in Argentina, wow. which would actually be huge. That and I think everyone amazing. knows that. Yeah. Yeah. It really that would, would be really good. It really would. Massive. Yeah. Any, anything else to add, my friend? 
Yeah, that's not exactly what I was talking about. It's all the battleground states. In every one of them, the one thing that was never looked at was the signatures on the uh, envelopes for the mail-in ballots. Georgia even has a law that says that any um, candidate can uh, request an examination, but the Democrats sued and it be, claimed it was an issue of privacy, and so they were never looked at. That's also one of the most common things where fraud is found. And for context, yeah. in 2020, I read an article that said that in Nevada, the average the machines that can't do the signature verification, the average failure is a 10%. But in the state of Nevada, it was less than 1%. Yep. Yeah, and, and remember, that's, and so what they're doing is, and I apologize if, if something was cut off in your earlier question, but um, they, they're at, what they do is they actually pull a percentage of the ballots, and they don't go one by one, and then they test those, and in some cases, they actually use machines to try to verify the signatures rather than someone actually look, like, I th when people hear signature verification, you, you know, I think the general assumption is that someone is looking at a copy of the signature and then looking at the ballot and seeing if they match. That doesn't and really happen. that's not what happens at all. They run it through a machine that's supposed to be able to track this, but the machines aren't calibrated, or in many cases, even if it doesn't match, they let it through anyway. Um, look, I, I'm just going to say it. I mean, there's a million problems there. There's a million problems with the way that we run elections in this country. Paper. Um, you got to go to paper. And yep. as if eventually, you know, you need to minimize mail-in ballots because this is why mail-in ballots in general are not a good idea. Well, and we knew that this was happening when Nancy Pelosi started talking about it in the spring of 2020. And she was like, we're going to have no, to do... HR1 came out before COVID. Mm -hmm. It was before COVID. All yes. this stuff was in place. And they were they were ready for it. And they were pushing it so hard, these paper ballots. Um, in New York, you don't need an ID or anything. You just have to sign your name. And they, the poll workers are supposed to like look at your name as you signed it in the first place and look at your name as you signed it now. And I have repeatedly signed it a million different ways. And they just let it go through anyway. Right. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I think probably they also don't want to deal with it. No, right? why would they like, want to deal with it? That's that's right, something so the, they're, right, going, so they're the all answer... essentially electing to do a bureaucratic job. And so probably bureau bureaucrats are not motivated also, to do anything that's outside of regulation. The other thing, too, with with I mean, you do get I will say that with some poll workers, seasonal jobs. you get some people that are super into it, though. Mm -hmm. You get you do actually get some people that are like really civic minded. Uh, typically, it's like retirees, seniors. I think not enough, though, um, right? Maybe not in like cities, as as she describing inner cities, but I've I've been in places where people do take it very very like ridiculously levels of serious. But like cities are where it counts, right? Cities are where um, mass amount of frauds could potentially but, be but perpetrated what I'm saying more is, easily. But what I'm saying is though is that we, the only way to really control for that is to get rid of the massive mail-in ballot systems. Now, obviously, the problem is, and I've said this again and again until I'm blue in the face, and I said this, to President Trump. 
that if you are in a state where you don't have the ability to do that, you don't have the leverage politically to be able to do so, then you've got to beat them at their own game. Mm -hmm. So if they're bringing 2,000 mules, you can't complain about it. You've got to say, all right, you got 2,000 mules, I'm bringing 10,000 mules. I want 10,000 Scott Presslers. That's the only way to win this game. And then once you win, then you can make the rules, right? Then you can take it back to whatever you want. How do you get conservative donors to get on board with this stuff and start funding these kinds of initiatives? You just you just keep going down the list until you find the ones that will. Okay. Yep. 10,000 Scott Presslers. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the important thing about paper ballots to understand too is uh, if we do switch, it doesn't change the ballot harvesting, which is why, like you said, 2,000 mules, we need 10,000. I don't think paper ballots will be the end all be all. I think there are a lot of places for error, so there have to be a lot of places for correction. Right. There's so it's, also it's, you several go paper, states where but it's you, how do you collect the paper? There's also several yeah. states that are only mail-in balloting, and who like Colorado and Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on, man. Was that good? Did you? Uh, was that sufficient? Yeah, pretty much. Just want to shout out my uh, gaming channels on YouTube and uh, Rumble, Gaming with Gamer Sixty Eight. What was that? I said a gaming with Yammer sixty eight on YouTube and Rumble. Um, right on. Started creating content again after over a year of being off for medical reasons. Oh hell yeah, man! Right on, man. Well, well thanks for calling. Before we before we go to the next the next no, one. No, that's it. That's the last one. Okay, then then just to throw here at the end, you know, so Diane Feinstein, Henry Kissinger, who's next? George Soros. There was oh. already a meme on that. I saw yeah. that meme on Twitter. It mm-hmm. comes in threes and it's got to it's got to be before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Thanks for <laughs> hanging out. Jack, thanks for hanging out. It's been a blast. Rock got, and roll, uh, man. Always fun to be here. And I guess I'll see you next time in Phoenix. We'll see you in Phoenix, man. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Danny, uh, uh, Danny Polishchuk and Ryan Longer to be here tomorrow. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Friday is going to be wild on the culture war. We got Tyler Fisher and Alex Stein are going to be hanging out. We're we're going to be talking comedy, especially with Lady Ballers coming out. So thanks for hanging out, everybody, and we'll see you all tomorrow. Cheers, y'all. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.